Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. This is Charger Rundown. I'm Reagan Genschieski. And I'm Calvin McNelly with all things Charger sports. This Friday, the Charger volleyball team traveled to Kentucky for a showdown with the Panthers of Kentucky Wesleyan. Junior Caroline Shelton led the way for the number 17 Chargers with 17 kills and a great performance offensively. Senior setter Lindsey Mertz also performed well with 24 assists and three kills of her own. Despite dropping the first set, the Chargers battled back to beat Kentucky Wesleyan in four sets. Saturday brought another road test for the Chargers as they traveled to Nashville to face the Treveca Nazarene Trojans. The Chargers again relied heavily on senior Alyssa Van Wienen, who notched 16 kills for the Charger offense. Senior standout Maddie Scheider also had an impressive outing with 16 digs and two service aces. The Chargers were able to wrap up their weekend with a second win, besting the Trojans three sets to one. The Chargers are currently top of the GMAC North leaderboard and will look to stay undefeated in conference play in a big match at the University of Finley Tuesday. And Saturday, the Hillsdale College football Chargers hosted Missouri S&T Miners for their annual homecoming game at Frank Muddywater Stadium. Despite injuries to the two top quarterbacks, the Chargers had a great day offensively. Starting tailback Jack Robinson contributed a touchdown and averaged four and a half yards per carry in an excellent performance. The Charger defense was resilient against a talented S&T offense and held the Miners to just 89 yards in the second half. Senior captain Nate Chambers led the effort with nine tackles and two sacks that helped secure the Charger comeback. Charger special teams also played an important role as a blocked punt by redshirt freshman Bart Bixler set up the game-winning touchdown. In a thrilling game, the Chargers were able to defeat the Miners 38-31. Coming up this week, Tuesday, volleyball will travel to Ohio to take on GMAC foe Finley at 7 p.m. Friday, cross-country will travel to Notre Dame, Indiana for the Joe Pian Invitational. And Charger Volleyball will take on Lake Erie College in Painesville, Ohio at 6 p.m. In Saturday, Charger Swimming will travel to Indiana Wesleyan for a meet at 2 p.m. Charger Volleyball will visit Ursuline College Arrows at 1 p.m. And Charger Football will travel to Tiffin, Ohio to take on the Tiffin Dragons for a 4 o'clock contest. Speaking of Charger Football... Joined in studio today, we have a very special guest, possibly the most special because he was, I would call him the hero of the football game this year. Many say this. Or th- th- this this weekend. Garrett Eisen, thanks for, thanks for being on. Thanks for having me, guys. So, Garrett, like we talked about, you guys won the game this weekend, and you had to come in. You're the third-string quarterback. Take me through that moment when you saw, so Luke Keller goes down uh, during the game, something happens to his knee. Uh, Jake Berger goes in, his shoulder's hurting, so now you're up. Take me through that moment where you see Jake go down and you're called on, you're the next man up. Uh, it was it was crazy. I, I When he went down, I just went in and I knew like the game was on the line and like the team was they were they were on my back so like I had to I had to perform and first play I went in and coach called a rollout so I didn't have to deal with a lot of pressure and completed my first pass and then after that it was just a lot easier because I wasn't as nervous just one play in and then all of a sudden I was calm and I was ready to just keep playing you looked calm and you had a confidence to you uh running that offense I could tell just from watching in the stands 
when you were right out there, as soon as Jake goes down, how do you guys know to just go out? Does is someone calling on you on the sidelines? Hey, you're up. Uh, I am constantly looking in the game and watching. Um, that's part of my job as a backup quarterback. I have to go through the reads. Um, and as soon as he went down, I, I took my headset off and gave it to one of my buddies. And I knew I was the next man up, so I had to go in. And that's crazy. You are a redshirt freshman, but a junior academically. What is the deal? Is that because of COVID with that academic, uh, the eligibility? Yeah, that's because of COVID. My first year here, I was redshirted. And then last year, we didn't lose a year of eligibility. So then this year would be my redshirt freshman year, technically. Okay. And, you know, you're at the head of that offense. You guys score that first touchdown. Was it you who scored that first touchdown? No, no. Okay. I, I almost did. I got down at like the half-yard line, and then uh, I tossed it to uh, um, the running back, and he ran in. How did you feel in that moment? I just scored this touchdown. We're still in this game. I think we're going to win this game. Uh, it was it was just it was electric because everyone just I could just feel the energy all around and everyone was like, OK, we're in this game, even though we might be on our third string quarterback. Mm-hmm. We're still in this game. And that was just a huge confidence booster to get that first touchdown and say, like, hey, this is let's go. Let's roll. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely. That moment was so special. The first drive, and I, I when, I, when we were on the side, I was on the sideline, and the first, the, the first play you talked about when he called the rollout play, and you hit it. It was a dart right in the money. I was like, oh, here we go. He's really going to do this thing, and I, I you, you just knew, and it, it's such a special thing. We, you know, and, and I was talking to you a little bit before the show, maybe for our viewers who don't, aren't maybe necessarily as familiar with. Um, how a, how a team gets ready to play a game on Saturday. Talk a little bit, as a third-string player, how many reps do you get during the week? How many times have you got to see a scout team run, uh, you know, a different defense than you're usually used to seeing? Maybe just to give them a little background about, you know, what, what type of preparation you have because, you know, there's only so much time in the week, so many reps, and how are those distributed? Maybe give our viewers a little bit of that. Yeah, so most mostly throughout the week, um, the one, so Luke gets most of the reps um, as he should. And uh, after that, then the, the second string, so this week was Jake, gets uh, the majority of the reps. And third string doesn't really get a lot of reps. So going into this week, I I didn't have maybe maybe 12 to 15 reps all week long. Um, but I had to stay engaged with when they were in the, um, in the game. And I would read what they're reading. So mental reps is a big thing as, as third string so that if you do go in, you know what you're doing. Um, actually, a funny thing is that that touchdown pass that I did throw, I never ran that play in my life <laughs> until, Unbelievable. until I went wow. on the field. Yeah, yeah. And that was such a cool play, too, because that was the play right after we blocked that punt, right? Yeah. And so that, that was, if you were at the game, it was a big turning point. We had got a big stop on defense, and then they, they were deep in our territory. They messed up the snap, mm-hmm. and then it was, oh, oh, boy, here we go. We're right on the doorstep. And then you threw a right dart to uh, Mike Harding, very exciting, big target. How, talk about maybe that. How is it when you're, you know, you're third string and, you, you know, maybe you haven't got to see that play or done that yet, but you give a big target like Mike Harding and he's wide open in the end zone. Is that is that an exciting feeling to see that and make that read and, you know, finish that throw? Oh, yeah, it was great. If you, if you paid close attention when I threw the ball, the ball was still in the air. And I had both my arms up because I knew he was so going to catch it. I, it was, yeah. Mike, Mike's been a great, great tight end for us for a while now. And everyone on the team knows what he can do. So 
when I saw it was going to him, I knew he was going to catch it and it was going to be good. So, so, so cool. And then, and then kind of also another scenario, maybe you haven't got to, you know, definitely is what we don't get to do in practice a lot is they, we got the ball left with, I forget, it was like three or four minutes left in the clock. And so we had to, you know, we had to grind out the clock very, it's a different situation, right? And um, we were able to do it. Jack, Jack Robinson had a really couple mm-hmm. great runs. Talk about that situation as a, as a signal caller, managing the game, the clock, the play clock, those type of things. What's going through your head in that, in those moments as you're trying to, you know, finish the game and make sure we hold on the ball and don't have to, you know, go out on the field as, de- on, as a defense again? Yeah, the biggest thing at that point is to just take care of the football. So, um, and, and and I have to credit the offensive line. They did an amazing job this week, um, and it was so comforting for me to go in with how well they were doing. Um, it, it just took a lot of pressure off me. And even when I went in the game, the first thing they said is like, hey, man, we got you. Like, we got you. We're, we're here for you, man. So they did an amazing job. And that, that last four-minute drive, that was all them and the running backs. I just got the ball and let, let those guys go to work, and they did an amazing job. So all credit goes to them there. Um, as for game management, um, I just you got you to gotta be smart with the clock. You have to know um, when the clock's running down, the play clock's running down, so you have to make sure that you get the ball off before that. But you also want to take up as much time as you can in between each play. Um, yeah, other than that, it's just we go through it in practice every once in a while. I, I actually haven't yet this year, <laughs> but that's incredible. Yeah. <laughs> just, just, well, I, you know, I'm, I've been a fan of football my whole life. So I've been, I've been watching these kind of things happen and all of a sudden you're the guy doing it. Um, so it's pretty cool. Talking to Garrett Eisen on charger rundown, the hero of the game on Saturday, Garrett switching gears a little bit. You are from Wisconsin. I hear you have maybe an interesting family business out there. Quite possibly my mom and I's like Hallmark dream. (laughs) Can you tell me a little bit about that, please? Yeah, so my family actually owns a Christmas tree farm. So uh, it's pretty unique and and cool. What does that entail? Like, (laughs) what are your Christmas breaks like, Garrett? (laughs) Uh, My Christmas breaks actually... um, up until Christmas, it's pretty hectic, a lot of work. And then December 25th comes around and everyone in our family can just take a deep breath. Um, and uh, it's December 25th is really special for our family just because it's so stressful up till that day. Mm-hmm. And then that day we can just all sit around and enjoy being together as a family, you know. Um, so it's it's one of the most beautiful experiences every year for our family do you get to pick out the best christmas tree in the farm for your family believe it or not no because if we get the best tree that means that someone else doesn't get the best tree and that means that we are losing money so we try to get maybe not the best looking one but if it goes in your house and you decorate it nice then it'll look good and i see you have cowboy boots on uh I hear, I don't think I've ever seen you. You have a cowboy hat you also wear quite frequently. <laughs> what is that aesthetic like? <laughs> Tree farmer? <laughs> I, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I just, from my hometown, I, I uh, it's a little different back in my hometown. We're, we're a, a farm boy town. Um, so when I came here, I just wasn't going to change who I am, you know, so I, I just keep wearing the boots and the hat 
So, so wait, you're saying your town is smaller than Hillsdale? That you're, that's what we were saying right now? Yeah, much smaller. <laughs> yeah, my town only has about 1,500 people Jeez, in it. Jeez, oh, man. Okay. Wow. Very cool. So, so then when you came here, you were kind of used to the smaller town a little bit, you know, you, you get to know the people very well. Is, is, so is, was it, were you comfortable right away when you came on your visit and were looking at schools to, you know, maybe come to as a student? Yeah, definitely. That was one of the reasons why I did pick Hillsdale is because it was a smaller smaller campus. I wasn't going to be overwhelmed, and it was a small community out in the country, and it's just what I was comfortable with. Very cool. And then how is the, is the weather pretty similar to Wisconsin, or is it, is it colder up there? Or talk a little bit about that and playing football. In the cold, it's gonna get. It's it's already. It's only November here, and yesterday it's, there was it's a, October. It's it's yeah. You said November. <laughs> it's October. Sorry. Okay. It's uh, okay. Yes. So, <laughs> but it, but it was a little bit crisp yesterday. It was a little bit cold. It, it was. It's getting there. You can feel it in the wind a teeny bit. Is talk to talk about the weather a little bit. Um, playing football up here in the north. Yeah, I didn't think it was that cold yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> it, it gets it gets pretty cold up in up in Green Bay, Wisconsin. Okay. It, yeah. it gets very cold. Um, so, well, let me challenge you actually on that. I'm from Rochester, New York. Okay. okay. Snowiest city in the country. I think, By the way. so if you're going to say, oh, it didn't phase me, I thought it was cold. You're probably, you know, a tough Christmas tree farmer, <laughs> but <laughs> you can admit that it, it's cold. I know this isn't quite as cold as maybe is what we're used to, but just know I've endured harsher weather. It's being snowy and being cold is different things because we've had it in Green Bay where it's so cold it doesn't snow. We it we've had oh, school canceled because for almost a week because it was minus twenty degrees outside. That was that was crazy. That was cold. That was interesting. Cold. And what do you guys do when that happens? Just you just stay in your house, wrap up in a few blankets, or uh yeah, or at my house we go to work outside. But that's just <laughs> that's, <laughs> right. Yeah, the farm mentality there. So. So uh, maybe our viewers, if they're local to Hillsdale area, have seen this. Sometimes maybe you'll see a a dirt bike riding around the roads in Hillsdale County. I don't know if you ever seen that. Do you do you know anything about the the young the young man who's riding that dirt bike around? Yeah, that would be me. Also, um, I have a I have a truck, and that doesn't get very good gas mileage. So I a long time ago I bought a dirt bike um, slash enduro, which also goes on the road. And uh, that gets 75 miles per gallon. So that's oh. that's why I drive that around as much as I possibly can. Is, is that the hack for college students? Maybe strapped for yeah. cash? Maybe we all need to get dirt, dirt bikes. bikes. It, I would suggest it. It's pretty fun. I, I, it looks like a lot of fun. We I, rode in D.C. this summer. You get scooters. Mm-hmm. That's like the big thing. So I feel like I can relate to you in that way. But I, didn't, I don't like to go too fast. I would be like, I'm going to fall. You know, mm-hmm. how fast do you go? The speed limit. Interesting. Oh, you still obey the speed limit. Oh, yeah. Interesting. Did you? Because riding a motorcycle, you got to be really safe on a motorcycle. Oh, so we're calling it a motorcycle now. Is there a difference between a motorcycle and a dirt bike? Yes. Yeah. Motorcycle is road legal. A dirt bike is not road legal. So what is yours? Mine is an an, an enduro. So it's, it's both. So it can go on the dirt because it has dirt tires, but it also has... A brake light and blinkers so it's road legal mm. as well okay i was gonna ask is yeah. it road legal or not did you live in the suites last year yes oh okay i yeah. always saw your dirt bike i yeah. was always wondering i'm in the suites this year too oh, that's, okay that's cool. my dirt bike. i get front row parking every day that's another perk of having the motorcycle gotcha. yeah and so is, is there a, is there a a temperature if it drops too cold will you not ride dirt bike or is it a all year round thing for you 
Uh, if there's snow or ice, I tend to not ride the bike yeah. just because I could slip. So, but I'll ride it when it's pretty cold. I'll put on a big bundle jacket and ride it around just because it really saves my truck. With a helmet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're Most lying. of the time with helmet. <laughs> I can a, tell. There's a smile in the studio right now. Yes. <laughs> my interpersonal skills say that you're lying. Uh, talking to Garrett Eisen on Charger Rundown, Radio Free Hillsdale, 101.7 FM. You have more football this weekend. It looks like uh, QB1 Luke Keller is not going to be QB1 probably this weekend. Uh, feel better, Luke. How, where does that put you? Do you know if you'll be traveling? And how are you preparing maybe if you do have to go to the game to take on Tiffin this week? Uh, so I do travel every week, so I know that I'll be traveling Um as of now, I don't know what the quarterback scenario is, but just like this last game, I have to be ready to to go in or start the whole game this time. Um, so we'll see what happens throughout this week. And I, one thing I love to talk about with the football players is just you guys have a great team, a great atmosphere. I saw I sat next to uh, Joe Phillips, Martin Peterson, Nate Jones, guys who've been on the team were big parts of the team. And, you know, they're cheering right there with you guys. They're talking to guys during the game. And then when the fourth quarter comes around, do you guys all hold up the number four, right? Yes, we do. And they were doing that, and I thought that was really cool. What is – how would you describe Hillsdale football maybe in three words, if you can? You can use more, I guess. <laughs> uh, and, and just that atmosphere that you guys play in. It, it's a family. That's, that's the, biggest, the biggest thing. Um, everyone on the team is your brother no matter where you see them um you could see them in a different state five years from now and you'll they're they're your brother you know them like your brother and it's really really cool it's a it's an amazing experience to be a part of and I'm, i'm very blessed and honored that i am able to be a part of this hillsdale football chargers team I think that's the best way to describe it. I'm not even on the team, but just from witnessing yeah. it, I, we also call each other actually brother on the softball team. So um, talk a little bit about the atmosphere yesterday, all the festivities and stuff. Some, she mentioned some Charger alum that were in the stands a little bit. Talk about that going in. and Does Coach Otter um, want to emphasize certain things going into the special weekend, or do you try to block out those things that are going on? You know, what, 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 what as a player is your perspective of the kind of the homecoming festivities and you know how, what's your does your metro pros change at all knowing there's going to be a lot of you know your former charter brothers in the stands uh for me personally um i try to focus on the game as much as i can so even when i'm on the sideline i do not hear the crowd because i want to be so focused in on the game but after the game it was amazing to see um, some of my teammates that I've seen in the past and be able to to share the the experience and the the, the win with them that was, that was really cool to be able to do that on homecoming so cool and I think Hillsdale does just a really a special job you know honoring their alumni and those who have came before we had at the team meal before on Friday night we had some of the members of an undefeated team and they got to eat with us and I think it's so special do you look forward to those days maybe in the future coming back and, and seeing the Chargers when you're a little bit older and maybe done playing ball is that, is that something you're, you're excited about or have you not even thought about that type of stuff yet I really haven't thought about it but but thinking about it now yeah it, it would definitely be cool to come back and see the tradition that that's continuing and 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 cheer on Charger football do you think you'll take those extra years of eligibility that you have uh, to play football? 
That's that's still uh, a question that I have to answer. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a there's a long time between then and now, um, so we'll see we'll see what the future holds. Yeah, it ju- I mean, it just makes that decision of am I going to come back for these team meals and hang out with the mm-hmm. team a little bit sooner on your plate. You mentioned you're from yeah nearby Green Bay, Wisconsin. I hate the Packers. I'm a huge Steelers fan. Um, Garrett, they're they're playing this weekend. What's your prediction for your team? Uh, I think it's going to be a really close game. Um, it is kind of cool that Rodgers is going to go back to his uh, home roots in, in San Francisco. But I, I, I think that uh, after the win last week, I think we're going to pull away from this one. I think it'll be 24-21. I think we're going to win just on a field goal. So Okay, you have a score even for me. Are they looking like Super Bowl champs yet? <sighs> not yet, but <laughs> but one thing I've learned with, with Aaron Rodgers is to not doubt him because you never know what that man can pull out of his back pocket. Interesting. I mean, I'm glad that you have that faith in your team because my team is falling apart. Thank you, Pittsburgh Steelers. Well, Garrett, such an honor to have you on the show. Really appreciated it. And thank you for listening to Charger Rundown on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM.